learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Tom. It has been forever and a day since I did a podcast, but I'm sitting here in lovely Duluth, Minnesota, right on the, actually, I'm in Superior, Wisconsin, so right across the right across the bay from Duluth. And the last time I was here, I think there was a blizzard, but not today. It's a gorgeous day outside. I have had a great day, and it's time to get back behind the mic and talk to you about what's going on, how things are going. Um, April is now becoming a long memory because we are at May 4th right now. So things are moving ahead rapidly and it's time to give a little update on stuff and things and, uh, sit down with you for a bit. So I'm glad you're here. Thank you for tuning back in. We have lots of Eagles Ridge updates to do, so strap yourselves in. This is going to be an Eagles Ridge update. There has been a lot going on. So, again, welcome to Small Scale Life. We are all about learning, doing, growing, being a little better every day. We're going to talk about resilience, all kinds of good stuff, but thank you for being here. Now, before we really get cranked up and get going on the podcast, we are going to talk about our Hall of Heroes. Small Scale Life presents... The Hall of Heroes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And remember, it's hard to have a bad day when you start your day with gratitude. And as part of intentionally practicing gratitude here on Small Scale Life, I'm starting this podcast episode and all of our 2021 podcast episodes by recognizing some folks who've been active in our small scale life. And we've had some really good stuff happening. Uh, Last weekend was fantastic. We had a lot of visitors out at Eagles Ridge, and that is cool. We haven't had that happen. I mean, sure, we've had... um, a little bit of family come out. We had some friends come out. We had some people come out that we've never even met before. Well, I have, but it was great. It was really good. And this is what this property is all about. It's a place to gather. It's a place to come in and and have some fun, have some laughs. And it was just a great weekend. So our Hall of Heroes is all about people who were at our Eagles Ridge property last weekend. And we're going to start with um, Corey and Brian from Happy Hills Homestead, also from Walter St. Bernard Company. They uh, they drove all the way out from the, the Mille Lacs area to come see us. And, and uh, they brought some comfrey, they brought some compost, and some, and some rabbit poop. How freaking cool is that? So we planted some comfrey. We planted our first plants at Eagles Ridge, and I'm so excited about that. It was so great to meet Corey. I met Brian already. He provided me some great... Uh, Scooby for for kombucha and uh, it was really fun having those folks out so thank you so much for the drive I'll get back to you I got your message I'll get back to you all but thank you all for coming out and then we have to say thank our good longtime friend Sue and her dog Otis they came out and that was a lot of fun we got to hang out with them so we've known Sue we were thinking like 30 years incredible so it was really nice to see sue and and catch up with her we had my son danny and his girlfriend savannah they came out and that was a lot of fun and and also we had uh Dan and, and Sue were out. So the old trapper, Julie's dad and Sue were out at the property. And, and I got to thank Dan, Dan a lot, uh, the old trapper, because um, oh, we did a big project on Wednesday last week. And we'll talk about that, the stair project. And really, the title kind of sums it all up. So, yes, we worked on the stair project, and I'll tell, I'll give you a big update on all that. Um, so thank you all for coming out. Oh, and then on Sunday... 
we had uh, we met with Jeff and Colette, their next door neighbors. We got to tour his great shed and talk to those guys for a bit and catch up. That was a lot of fun. And, hey guys, we have neighbors and they're really cool. So that was a lot of fun. And then we had Trish, Bert, Mason, and Stella out. They had we had a really good time with them. We burned up some brush and uh, finished up the stair project and buttoned that all up. So, yeah, what a weekend. We had some really great people out at Eagles Ridge, and this is just the start. I was just, I just was laughing with Jules. I'm like, people want to come and see it. It's awesome. How cool is that? It's that small community thing that we've been talking about for years, and now it's starting to happen. So it's really exciting. Thank you, everybody, for coming out, and uh, we'll be out there a lot. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to be out there a lot this year. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So we want to thank you, too. We want to thank you, the listeners, for being part of our small-scale life. From, and, again, it's all about learning, doing, growing, and being a little better every day together. When We are definitely together here. So if you want to shout out in our next Hall of Heroes, get active and participate on Small Scale Life. We have a variety of platforms out there, social media and the blog and all kinds of stuff. So make sure you get active. And, again, what are you grateful for? Maybe you should tell that person or... Or that organization. Give it a try. You'll find that your day will just be a lot happier, a lot better. So, yes, gratitude is very, very important. So now that we've done that, let's give an update on the house first, then we'll get into the stair project. So house project update. Uh, We are waiting in early April for the road restrictions to come off. And in case you don't know what that means, uh, you might be living in the city or whatever. When we have freeze and thaw cycles up here in the north, uh, the roads can get awfully squishy. The road bed, the soil underneath the road. And if there's a lot of clay in there, it can heave, especially with heavy duty equipment on those and it can really break your pavement up so they they restrict roads um in early spring and uh, want everything that frost to come out and everything to firm up and get tough before um before heavy equipment goes over that those roads and heavy equipment we need we were you know to break ground we're going to need a bulldozer and maybe an excavator and all kinds of equipment out there so it's we really want those road beds those roads to be um frost free before they start rolling over the uh, big equipment over those so we were waiting anxiously for those road restrictions that came off and on may 5th or april 4th or 5th those road restrictions came off they did but we weren't ready (laughs) oh we weren't ready we had had a couple tweaks to our plans and then we just got into a holding pattern. So we haven't broken ground yet on the house. There's a couple things we're, we're adjusting, and we're going to get into that in a future, future podcast together. Um, we've got a little bit more um, work to do on just getting some things approved, and then we can blaze forward. So um, we have tons of contractors on, on, on standby. We're just, we're, just, we're just in a holding pattern right now. So it is the most frustrating thing. But, but to get this done in the way it needs to be done, we need to make sure we do it right. And that's a theme that's going to come up here with the stair project as well. So um, no, no ground has been broken yet, everyone. No, nothing is happening yet. <laughs> um, we, we, we've built a fire pit. That's really cool. We'll talk about that in a future podcast. We're working on the stairs. We'll talk about it in this podcast. But the house is still it's still on paper not in the ground yet so as soon as we break ground you guys will know everyone will know when we break ground but uh, it is exciting 
it, it can be frustrating, but, um, and then as you're watching lumber prices and that's the subject for another podcast, we're just going to have to hold on tight. So we'll see what happens, but, uh, away we go. That, uh, that really is the, the house update. Um, again, we're all lined up, locked and loaded. It's just some other things have to get into place before we build, start building. And, and that's okay. We've talked to people. We've talked to our dirt folks. We're, we're ready to go. We just need to, we just need all the pieces to line up correctly. So moving on, shall we? Let's press forward. Um, we started a stair project. So Eagles Ridge is named Eagles Ridge because we do have a ridge. We have about a 50 to 60 foot drop from the top of the ridge down to the Apple River in western Wisconsin. So it's a it's a big hill. It's uh it's it's a mini mountain. And um we decided that we wanted to figure out a safe way down. We have uh, folks with bad knees, myself included, and uh, some older folks that that are um, that want to get down to the river and just for safety in general, you know. So you're not sliding down hills with you know on a on a deer path. And we decided to build some stairs that would connect us. Um, from the water all the way to about halfway up because we did find a deer trail and widen that out a little bit so it would be a safe way to get about halfway down and then the stairs would take us the rest of the way now the design that we were looking at if you go to the small scale life um, pinterest page there is uh, inside the Ingalls eagles ridge uh, homestead uh, tab there's a whole thing on stairs and we were looking at all the different kinds of stairs we figured that to do this project we could build four by four stairs so four by four post that you'd use on a on a fence um, we could we could work with those and build stairs into the hill not like you know we could probably make that happen you know and not have to dig out the whole hill we just kind of curve up the hill and four by fours when you stack two of them on top of each other you get a seven inch step which is about what a standard step is and we figured we could use these four by four stacked up you know in stairs and make just natural stairs use use the natural ground um, to fill the middle of the stairs so the four by four posts actually look like a u yeah, you, know, you can cut them, bolt them together, and make a U out of them, and just kind of start stacking them up as you go up the hill. That was the idea. So we started that project in November 2020. Uh, Julie's dad, the old trapper, he built a bunch of these, I think like nine or 11 of these different U's, and we started to climb the hill with these. And the nice thing is, is this design, this idea is used in state parks. It's used in uh, national parks. It's used in county parks around Minneapolis and then St. Paul. I mean, we've seen them used in places and they, they work pretty well and they hold up for a long time. I mean, these are green treated four by four posts and uh, they should last for a good 50 years right theoretically we got up to our uh, I think we put eight of them in so that's a that's almost like a 60 inch or five foot rise right and we started to run into the issue where we weren't climbing fast enough we were starting to dig into the hill the the four by four stairs weren't laying on top of the soil we were starting to cut into the soil and uh, dig these in and, and the rise was just we couldn't we weren't rising fast enough our steps weren't our steps weren't tall enough and the 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 grade of the hill just kept going and increasing 
So where we stopped in December, because we did have a mild fall, we had about a two-foot bunch of soil above our top step. And that's that's a lot. I mean, that's three or four stairs to overcome that. Plus, the hill is still sloping away from the stair. Um, I, had dis- I had designed it out where at the top of the stair, we would take a right turn and kind of go across the face of the of the hill. And that way we could gain elevation um, with the stairs and not lose it up the hill, if that makes sense. We could actually catch up if you would and then we could take another left turn and get up to the the path that was my plan that was my idea i worked that out um and i'll have pictures uh in the post to show my my concept and you can kind of see what how we were going to do that uh there was going to be some retaining wall involved because we have a two foot uh, bunch of soil right right alongside these stairs and we don't want that to slough off um the soil itself a lot of it was uh we got about a good foot of really rich um topsoil uh really nice looking black dirt organic material um underneath that is sand there is some clay fines in there we call those fines uh it's mostly sand but there are some fines a lot of gravel um really good river rock and gravel so it the the digging wasn't too bad yeah, you're just bumping into roots, your uh, tree roots and all kinds of different roots and um, and then rock, of course. And, and we were collecting some of those rocks, a lot of those rocks, especially the big ones um, for other projects. So nothing was going to waste. Although we did ship a lot of the, the sand just alongside the uh, uh, alongside the stairway down the hill. Gravity did its thing. But uh, but that's where we were. So a couple weeks ago. Now, uh, we, we decided we want to get this stair project going again. And uh, Julie's dad had an idea. Instead of making 4x4 four four posts, and instead of turning right and working up the face of the hill, we would try to put in um, deck stringers or stair steps. Steps you buy, pre-made steps that you would buy for, from a big box store. And try to just put in these steps the rest of the way wasn't a bad idea. It was a good idea, actually. And we, uh, we tested one out and we're like, oh, this looks like it's going to work. Um, <laughs> the, the interesting thing is we, we dug it in on the, um, on, the, uh, on the right side of the stairs as you're looking up the hill. And our pathway is actually kind of dipping down there. So it didn't look like it didn't where the top stair was. It, looks like, it looked like we were pretty close. I mean, we just have to take a little dirt out of there. We'd be good to go. And we thought, okay, this is going to work. We don't have to dig across the face of the hill. We'll go straight up the hill from where we were, where we left off. And we'll connect in and everything will be great. Mm-hmm. That was the idea. <laughs> the new idea. So we, I went in. I bought the stringers. I bought three of them. And we kind of measured out where everything would be. And uh, then we started to dig. So we dug out a fairly big area. Yeah, a really big area up the hill. With the three stringers in, in there, uh, we needed an area and, and to work with the existing U, U-shaped 4x4. So picture this U4x4 shape, and it's um, it was 36 inches wide or three feet wide. So our stairs were going to be three feet wide, okay? And we needed to go up 60 inches, another 60 inches, okay? So a little over five feet. And um, we need to go a little more than three feet wide okay and then we needed to go about two feet deep 
<laughs> so can you picture that? So five feet tall, three feet wide, two feet deep. That was pretty much our dimensions of digging out. I just calculated it. It was like 1.1 cubic yards of material and it's roots, it's topsoil, it's, it's clay, a little bit of clay and a lot of sand and rock. And that's what we were digging out. And it actually dug out pretty good, pretty quick. We, we dug it all out in a couple hours. Um, and, uh, and we were standing there once we got it all done. And then we were looking at this hole. <laughs> at the time, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. But once you got done digging this thing, you're looking at it going, oh, my God, what did we just do? We had created this big, we had taken a big chunk of the hill out. And we were all just kind of looking at it. And then... Uh, Sue, uh, she walked over to the edge of the pathway and was standing there um, on the kind of the upper left side of the where the st stringer was going to come in. And I was watching as she was standing there kind of looking down and the soil underneath that bit of, of, of the pathway started to collapse. I mean, it started to the sand and the rock were just kind of sloughing off and, and rolling down the hill. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to back up because this thing is going to come in. It's going to fall in and you're going to go down the hill with it. And she was like, huh? And I was like, move back. You've got to move back. And so we realized that by doing this, we had really cut into the hill. And um, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. It really wasn't good, especially with rain coming in in a day or so. Uh, I was really worried because... Um, this was a massive excavation project. And uh, instead of having these four nice little four by fours on top of the soil, we had cut into the soil a lot. It just was a safety issue. And I was really worried we had just created a massive erosion problem. And especially with the rain coming in, that's huge, 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 huge erosion potential. So we kind of stopped for the day because we were tired and we had dug a lot and, um, we we just stopped for the day and and uh, Dan and Sue left. We we all ate and and then we sent them on their way. And Jules and I went down there. We went down to the water and we were looking up and we could, it was like oh my gosh, what did we just do? This thing is like a beacon and it is it is, all signs point to this massive excavation that just got done. And on top of that, it was uh, it, we were really worried about the erosion that we had just created a massive erosion problem. So we decided to halt and uh, we threw some we threw some wood up there just to, you know, make sure that things just didn't erode if it rained or something and and then we left. For for 2 days I was really worried sick about this and talking to Jules about it and we just decided that this was not the right path. This was not the right way to go and uh, we decided we came up with a plan and decided to go back and and stop just stop the project redo everything and start from a clean slate and that's what we did so uh that tuesday we got rain it rained all day long it rained pretty good too and uh wednesday i was back out there and looked at it and sure enough the top of the path was starting to cave in and had sloughed out more underneath that path it was not safe. It was going to fall in that day if we hadn't gotten out there. So what I did is I grabbed some 4 by 4 posts and cut them and shored up the pathway. So that was project number one. It was to shore up the pathway with 4 by 4 posts. 
and that's underneath the soil. And they, you will not see those posts again. <laughs> they are now part of the hill. So uh, use some stakes and some screws and, and uh, just shored up everything. And it, it really did shore up. That It stopped sloughing. It stopped moving. It stopped cracking. And uh, I was pleased about that. And then I created a couple of... Um, of I guess I call them baffles, but uh, I created some different, uh, almost like a little fence line, if you will, a couple of those down the hill. And really what I'm trying to do is keep the soil from the water from getting in there and just pushing all the soil down the hill. So it's the soil has something to resist that. We filled those. We almost made like, um, we made a, a Hugo mound out of these things. So I put a bunch of wood underneath where those baffles were so from the four by four to the first baffle there's a ton of wood in there and from the first baffle to the second baffle there's a ton of wood in that as well and really that's to give the ground some structure so the water just doesn't rush right through it there's rock in there we took some of the rock and put it back in um, the the baffles themselves and made out of two by two by sixes by about three feet long uh, and there's actually three baffles and there's wood and there's, there's a rock in there and it's just really going to hold in case uh, that soil wants to move. I'm really providing resistance to uh, that soil moving down the hill. So we just decided at that point, time to fill it in. This this was not the path. So we did. That's what we did. All that work, we... Uh, we filled it in. I bought some sand. We filled that in. We used the stuff that we had pushed down the hill, and we just took shovel loads of it. And uh, I kept saying to Dan, well, this is kind of like filling the ocean with a teaspoon, you know, but but it had to be done. And, uh, and that's what we did. So uh, we finished the project on Sunday, Jules and I, after everybody left. We had a really good time with everybody, uh, but once they left, we got back to work. Uh, we put some more topsoil in and uh, spread some grass seed and put some erosion control blanket over the top and prayed for rain, essentially. So that's that's really the stair project. We, we don't have stairs anymore. Um, we're going to look for natural paths down to at least the lower ledge, and we've got an 8-foot to 12-foot ledge that it's going to be really hard to um, find a natural way down there unless you go to way back to the southern side of the property. So we probably will build a landing and some stairs there. Uh, I'm just spitballing right now. We'll, we'll have to see how this all works out. But um, yeah, at this point, we don't have any stairs and you can't see them. <laughs> They are completely gone, and we're gonna have sand, uh, we're gonna have grass there instead, grass and ferns and whatever else grows up. It's just part of the hill again. But uh, there were definitely some lessons learned from all of this. Um, you know, I think uh, I think one is um, you know don't let the momentum of the situation carry you along. I mean, I know we say let the river take you where it takes you, but sometimes that momentum. Um, it doesn't take you in the right spot. And, and, and that's why we do say, let the river take you where it takes you, but use a paddle to guide your way. I mean, if you just let the river take you, sometimes you're going to end up in the rocks, uh, on a waterfall, caught under a tree. I mean, you've got to use the paddle to guide your way and push off of things and keep you from getting into trouble. So, um, so yeah, I mean, mistakes happen. I mean, ideas don't work out. It's, it's totally fine. You just got to guide the process and not just be carried along like a twig on the shoulders of a mighty stream. Um, you know, that you've got to guide it and, uh, you know, 
And this goes into lesson number two. When you're digging a hole, <laughs> it's okay to stop and kind of look at it and see if this is right. And um, this kind of goes with the momentum thing, you know, and, and stop digging. It's okay to stop digging. And, uh, you know, if it's not working, it's not working. And there's probably a, a different way. And that kind of goes in with the third one. And it's okay to stop and start over. It really is. I mean, there's no, sometimes in life, that's what you have to do. You have to pay the stupid taxes, Dave Ramsey says. You know, we, we have some investment. We lost, we lost some money um, in the hill. We lost it in four by four steps because those are buried under there. So there's nine steps that are buried right now under sand and gravel and, and topsoil and sand. And uh, we lost uh, uh, some other wood building the baffles. I mean, it's okay. We're, we've paid the stupid tax. You know, we learned. And uh, we tried. We did try. We, we put in a lot of time, effort, and blood, sweat, and tears on it. Um, but it's okay to stop and not continue the same mistake or not continue on. You can pivot and try something else. Okay. So, and that's, and that's reassess the plan. Always, you know, stop digging and kind of look at it and reassess. Is this the right thing to do? Are we doing this right? Ask why, ask questions. It's, it's all right. And if it's not the way to go, like I said, pay the stupid tax, pivot and move on. That is a better policy than just keep digging. And, uh, the fourth thing is, um, or maybe the fifth, I don't know, trust your intuition. You know, if it doesn't feel like it's going right, it probably isn't. So make sure you trust your intuition. And uh, if it doesn't look right, doesn't feel right, doesn't smell right, it's probably not right. So, um, yeah, I mean, we all knew right away once we had uh, finished that big dig that it was probably not the right thing to do. Trust your intuition. You know, as I think about these lessons learned from this stair project, I think, I think this can be applied to so many different things, whether it's a relationship or, or a job or a task or your bank account, a credit card. When you're in a hole, stop digging. This is so critical because so many of us see that can only see the bark on the tree and there's a whole forest behind that one little tree. And we're just looking at the itty bitty bark and, and we just think, I can work my way out of this. I can get my way out of this. I can just keep doing the same thing and expect different results, right? But really, when we're in that hole, stop digging. Stop digging. You're just going to make it that much harder on yourself. So imagine if we were digging away and uh, we got a few feet up the hill and we're like, ooh, this is not looking so good, guys. Maybe we should stop. Our job would have been that much easier on the backside correcting the problem. But no, we ended up digging and kept digging. And we never even considered that it was okay to stop and start over. That we didn't need to dig. That was like, mm, I don't feel good about this. We should probably stop. And let's redo this. Reassess the plan and ask why. And then if it's not working for you, stop and change course. Pivot do something else. Trust your intuition. If it doesn't smell right, it's probably not right. <laughs> so this applies to a lot more than just me digging a hole on the side of Eagle's Ridge. It applies to your whole life. And it's something we all need to remember, whether it's my job or your job or a friend who's just so toxic that it just, every time you're with them, you, that toxicity rubs off on you. Sometimes a family member 
Sometimes it's your job. I know so many people that hate their jobs. My parents hated their jobs, hated them. And my dad never, he died of a heart attack. He never got out of it. He died with that hateful job, the job he hated in his life. So I think that is the bigger takeaway. And it's not just a hill. It's not just a stair project. We can put this lesson, we can apply this to our whole lives. Money, especially. Stop digging, stop spending. There's a great place to go when you're broke, to work, and not spend it on Amazon, not spend it in Walmart. You know, we've got to take control. You can't control the world around us, but you can control your actions, your thoughts, what you're doing. So stop digging. Sometimes it's okay to start over. And sometimes you have to start from scratch. And sometimes you have to, you know, just cover it up and start over again. That is totally fine. And spread some seed and give the land a, a little love. I mean, I think at the end of the day... We really want to be respectful of this land and digging that big hole on that hill, that that wasn't quite it. And uh, we needed to find a better way that was less intrusive and not going to cause erosion and not going to fall down the hill and not be a safety issue. I mean, that is really important, but it's really respect for the land. And uh, I am really happy that uh, we closed everything up and got it secured and uh, that we'll be starting anew. I think that's important. And that might be a theme you hear again coming down the line in a future uh, discussion about builders and contractors and all that kind of stuff. It's okay to, you know, trust your intuition and it's okay to stop and start over. That's okay. I mean, it's just time, right? It's time. It's maybe a little stupid tax and it's time. So yeah, we'll leave that for the next podcast. (laughs) We got a lot to talk about it with Eagles Ridge. It's been a lot of learning so far. It's been a lot of hard work. We've had a really good time out there. And Julie and I are doing great. So, again, sorry it's been off offline a little bit here, but uh, I'm back. So, uh, the other thing I would like to, to make sure that you all know is I am posting videos uh, probably every other day now. I, I was doing it every day, but kind of backed off a little bit. Uh, it's, it's every other day on the Small Scale Life YouTube and Small Scale Life Odyssey uh, channels. And those are my getting grounded videos and just kind of talking and getting out into nature. Uh, You can see those. Uh, I'll have a link in the show notes. You can check those out. So even though there might not be a podcast out there, you might want to check out the Small Scale Life uh, YouTube and Odyssey channel because you probably will see me or see something really cool out there as I travel around. Like today, it was in Jay Cook State Park, and there's some really, really cool areas there. So it's beautiful. Uh, but you'll want to check that out, and I'll have a link in the show notes for that. So again, this is Tom from Superior, Wisconsin. I hope you all are doing great. I hope that things are going well this spring. I hope you have your gardens in place. We do have seedlings going so i'm gonna have to do a seedling update uh there's been a lot of interest um on soil and hybrid rain gutter grow systems so those are a couple articles that will be coming again i'm gonna try to get to them before things really get busy with the house and uh and then we're gonna be just doing house stuff but uh, otherwise everything is going great julie and i are great and we're so thankful that you are here yeah with that remember to learn do grow be a little better every day this is tom from small scale life and we'll catch you real soon take care everybody
This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. Okay. Does that make sense? I hope so. That's what we learned this weekend. As we filled in a big hole with shovelful after shovelful after shovelful of dirt. <sighs> it's almost like I worked for the government. Dug a hole just to fill it back in. We'll let you sit on that for a minute. Ain't nobody got time for that. I sound like a dumbass all the time, so. Yes. Yes.